The 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kvec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911. It is 4.07 on the Central Coast on this Monday, January 30th, 2023. I'm Dave Congleton. Chris Aaron will join us uh, during the 5 o'clock hour. Let's talk about the governor of Florida, Governor DeSantis, and his decision to block an AP high school class on African-American studies. Of course, he's Ron DeSantis, and it's Florida. Uh, We'll talk. Uh, Tom Wilmer, travel writer extraordinaire, will be with us at 6.05. Uh, Special guests on Thursday, uh, Clint and Connie Pierce from the Madonna Inn will be in studio. Uh, County Supervisor Don Ortiz-Legg will be with us on Friday. We are busy. It is the Dave Congleton Show, always your hometown radio talk show. Always fun to visit with the one, the only Molly Clark, who takes time from her very busy schedule at Cal Poly Arts to join us in studio. She's here now. Molly, you're smiling. I'm always happy to be here. Oh, no, I'm always happy to be here, but... Usually you just want to come and put your head down for a while. <laughs> I always like a good nap, but it's good to talk to you. How goes it? How goes it at Cal Poly Arts? You've been here a while now. I've been here a year and a half and some change, and I'm still learning a lot, but things are going well. We're still dealing with some of our pandemic recovery right now and new audience behavior, but we're plugging along. Is that still affecting you, COVID? Oh, yeah, I think so. I mean, I just got back from a major performing arts conference um, where I was talking with colleagues all over the the nation. And for those of us who are presenting, you know, more in the the fine arts realm, we're seeing anywhere between 30 to 50 percent decline in in audience. And, you know, we're trying to figure out how to how to adjust for that and how to build new audiences. Um, Any consensus on that among your peers? I think some of it is, you know, there are some folks who are still not ready to return to venues, but I think probably what's more powerful is that audience behavior has just changed. You know, people used to go to events regularly. It was part of their lifestyle. Yeah. Uh, you know, we spent two years shut in and you create other habits. And so it just takes that much more to, to get folks out to see the arts and to remember how special it is to experience it live with other people. Beyond that, People coming to the events we're going to be talking about in February and any particular restrictions requiring anything in particular? Nope. I mean, people are welcome to wear masks if that's what they're more comfortable with, but there's no requirement, um, no no checking for um, uh, vax uh, as we were last year. We're we're following the, the state and county guidelines at this point. Of course, we never know what may, may come our way, but as of right now, that's where we are. I see a lot of masks at movies and different events I've been to lately. And I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. It's an individual choice. But I worry that there are some older people, I hate to say this, Molly, I just think they're done. I just think I, they're done going out and being part of an audience. I think there is a certain segment of our audience that that's just sad. is not coming back. Yeah. Um, and that's something that the whole industry is is grappling with. And of course, you know, losing audience quicker than you can build the next. So there's this sort of gap that we're dealing with um, that makes it challenging for, for everyone in our industry, but um, we're doing the best we can and trying to bring things that entice folks to get out. And are the younger people now coming along or are they stuck on TikTok? <laughs> 
I, some of them are coming out. I and mean, we had some really great success in the fall um, when we had Carla Morrison, who's this incredible indie pop singer. That audience was really young. I mean, I would say majority in their 20s and 30s. Um, majority a, a Latinx audience that we had not seen in the pack before. So that is really exciting to me. And do you something get, do you get a lot of Cal Poly students at your shows? We get some, and we're, we're trying to sort of engage with them as well. Um, we used to do sort of a rush model, you know, where they'd have to wait for the day of if there were tickets available. Um, but now we're trying to do a consistently discounted ticket price to hopefully entice them to come more regularly. Get them in the habit of going out and supporting the arts. Yeah, they're the next generation. We have to. Yeah. All right. Uh, so um, we've got some shows coming up. I want to make sure we have time to talk about that. You're busy this week. Let's start with uh, Wednesday night, Voices of Mississippi. I interviewed Bill Ferris, the historian behind this. For people who missed that conversation, Molly, how do you describe what's happening Wednesday night? So Voices of Mississippi is this very immersive concert experience. And Bill Ferris, who you interviewed, is this renowned historian, folklorist. Um, he really put southern culture and the study of southern music on the map uh, he's been documenting the blues and soul music in the south particularly in mississippi um, for decades now and has this amazing archive of photos and footage um, that he'll be sharing and sort of narrating throughout the evening and as that's happening he'll be inviting some of the descendants of the founders of the blues movement um, of the south to join on stage and really bring life to the stories that he's telling. Uh, and there's some incredible musicians who will be there that night. Um, Bobby Rush, who is a Blues Hall of Famer, uh, Grammy Award winner. He's in his 80s, super charismatic <laughs> performer. Um, Sade Thomas, who's um, a traditional fife player. Um, and then members of the um, North Mississippi All-Stars. So it's going to be a really, really fun night. And I would say, you know, to say it's a concert sort of is limiting. It's actually much more than that. Seemed to be a, I was watching clips today, played at uh, Lincoln Center. Yes. Um, there, There's uh, video clips and storytelling and music. Let me play a clip. This is Ruthie Foster, who I guess is in the show. And uh, she's going to set this up. This is part of a live performance. This is a song she does called uh, Grinning in Your Face. It's... That's how the sisters were started. They start fellowship that way. You know, many only be four of them sitting in the amen corner, right? They wouldn't even wait for the rest of the congregation. Or the pastor. <laughs> I, well, don't you mind people grinning in your face? Yeah, don't you mind people grinning in your face? Well, this in mind, well, a good friend is hard to find. Wow. Yeah. Ruthie, unfortunately, won't be on this tour with us, but it's that sort of setting where you're really 
getting a taste of what it was like to experience that music in the South and to grow up with it, which all these musicians have. Let's remind folks how they get tickets to all the shows we're talking about today, Molly. So you can um, call the pack and get your tickets at 805-756-4849, or you can also visit calpolyarts.org to get your tickets there. Is there is there still a discount if you buy multiple, or is that time passed? That time is still here. You can okay. still buy four or more shows um, and get 10% off those tickets. Um, and we have plenty of shows coming up throughout the this winter and spring. I think so. the majority of your shows are yet to come, aren't they? Yes. Yeah. We have quite a few left. All right. Uh, let's take the first break. We'll come back and uh, chat some more with Molly Clark about upcoming shows at Cal Poly Arts. We're live. We're local. You're listening to The Dave Congleton Show. Four seventeen on Hometown Radio. Dave Congleton with Molly Clark from Cal Poly Arts on the Stolberg Tatum text line. Susan checks in. Hi, Susan. Has Molly heard of reluctance to be in a large group at a live performance due to gun violence around the country? Hmm. Eee. I'm not sure I want to encourage that. Well, I, I haven't heard that from audience members explicitly, but I... I can imagine that there are some that that would also be a fear as well. Um, but that's not something that has come out to me as sort of feedback from audience members. More so is definitely, um, you know, fears around COVID. Yeah. All right. So um, Voices of Mississippi going to be this Wednesday night. I'm going to go. I encourage you to come. This is going to be a unique kind of show, I suspect. And then you bounce back on Friday with a, a jazz singer I'd never heard of before. But again, I was listening to clips of her today. Alicia. Alicia Olatuja. Yeah, she um, she sort of came into fame. Uh, she sung at Obama's inauguration with the Tabernacle Choir and just um, knocked everyone's socks off. Just a beautiful, classically trained voice, but she uses her instrument with jazz as well. Um, and I came to know Alicia because I was in New York in this little jazz club during uh, Winter Jazz Fest there. And uh, she is astounding. Uh, her voice is incredibly warm, beautiful, articulate. Um, and at the time, she was not represented. And I was sitting in a table next to her now agent, who I knew. Uh, and after she got done with her set, we just looked at each other and said, can you believe what we just experienced? And he said, I'm going to be her agent. I want to be her agent. And he did. And he's still representing her. And um, this will be my third time presenting her. I presented her two times before. Uh, when I was in San Diego, and she's just lovely and wonderful. Her last name is O-L-A-T-U-J-A. Olatuja. This is uh, Love Me Still. Let's give it a listen.
appreciate that. Yeah, she. it's beautiful. In fact, that song, I think, I like was the that. song that we heard together in New York and looked at each other. This is amazing. And she's sort of the vocalist of choice for many jazz greats. So she tours with Christian McBride, Chris, Chris Boddy, um, and Billy Child. So, you know, she's she's definitely sought after in the in the jazz scene. I want to hear her again. This is <laughs> she's singing. Uh, Here's human nature. Let's try this one. This clever one. Oh, oh, we got the commercial. Hang on a second. I just got to go through the commercial. And then uh, we will skip that. And here we go. Michael Jackson song. Yeah. It's a totally different take on it. Yeah. I love it. And she also does a Sade song, mm-hmm. No Ordinary Love. Yeah, she does some covers and then some originals as well. Why haven't we had her here before? Darn it. Well, now's the time. Well, the other thing I underscore with Molly Clark is that she's at Spanos. She's in the yep. smaller theater. Yep. It'll be really nice and intimate um, to see Alicia, which I think is it's a great setting to see her. Um, she's sort of best in that sort of jazz club. I wish we had <laughs> a cabaret-style seating jazz club for her, but Span also be really lovely as well. Oh, I like this. And I would encourage people to go on YouTube or wherever and uh, just look. listen. You listen to her, and I guarantee you, you're going to want to go Friday night. That's cool. All right. Um, now, AIM, Kyle Abraham. Yes. So AIM, AIM, uh, stands for Abraham in Motion. And Kyle Abraham is um, an incredible choreographer. He is commissioned by some of the best dance and ballet companies all over the world. Um, He recently premiered uh, a work at Alvin Ailey, for example, that was just widely critically acclaimed. Um, But this is his company uh, with his repertoire that he's developed. And uh, they're going to be doing a piece called An Untitled Love. And um, it's all set to the music of D'Angelo, who is one of my personal favorites, neo-soul singer. Um, But it's this really amazing dance journey um, about love and friendship and family and culture. And it takes place... um, in a house party setting. So the stage at Miosi will, um, you know, there'll be a couch, <laughs> there'll be lighting that'll make you feel like you're at a house party with dancers. And it's very nuanced, but it sort of plays out as a, as a rom-com of sorts and these little vignettes that happen. And it's just um, some of the most gorgeous moving and choreography that I've ever had the chance to experience. It sounds truly different. 
It's very different. It's very different, but I will say accessible. It's a really accessible dance piece. Probably the most accessible dance company that we have on stage this year with us at Cal Poly Arts. Where are they based out of? Uh, they're based out of New York, although Kyle also is teaching at USC now, so he's bi-coastal. And isn't, uh, isn't it easy for you in the winter months to get X because they want to tour California <laughs> as opposed to the Midwest or the Northeast? Sometimes, sometimes. Yeah, it works out for us that way. Um, and Kyle's company has been to Santa Barbara before, but never here. So this will be their slow debut. Hmm. Uh, what's the date for AIM? That is February 9th. It's a Thursday. All right. Let's remind folks, Molly Clark, how people get tickets to these different shows we're talking about. So the best way to get tickets is to go to calpolyarts.org. We have all our events there, and you can click buy tickets and choose your seats. Otherwise, you can also call um, the PAC box office, 805-756-4849, and their amazing staff can help you there as well. Um, we'll start talking about it. We'll finish it up after the news break. But you've got a group here. I have not heard of uh, these folks, the Lone Bellow. Yeah, the Lone Bellow. They're uh, this great sort of indie folk group. Um, gospel, I mean, even have a touch of gospel and rock to them. And they have these uh, amazing live shows. Um, and they're a trio that originally came from the South and then relocated to Brooklyn and um, started write, writing music together. They've had some pretty pretty big hits over the past decade, but I believe this will be their first time here as well. Um, and they'll be in the big hall with us the day the day after Valentine's Day. Well, let's go. This is the Lone Bellow. Here's what they sound like. This town's too small for second chances. the window down, feel the wind, Johnny put the paycheck in his arm, let the window down, let it in, it's in my blood, it's in the water, it's calling me still, I can leave, I know I ought to, but there's gold in the hills, they have a song called Love Songs for Losers. I know it's the it's the perfect name for their tour a day after Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> two uh, two men and a woman looks like yeah, and they just, they have really really great harmonies and like I said, um, known for their their live performances. Have you presented them before? I haven't been able to present them before. This will be my first time, so I'm excited for that. Hmm. How that how that come to be? You know, I had been a fan of their music um, a while back, and their agent had reached out to me and said, you know, they had sort of taken taken a break, but were coming back with a new album and new songs, and um, I thought it would be the right fit for our community, and, um, you know, I think they have a nice mix of sort of genres going. Like, it, it can be poppy, but it also has some nice folk and soul. How comments. do you discover these new upcoming groups? Is it when you go to New York? Some of that, yeah. I mean, there's a huge conference that folks in my business go to every year when there's not a pandemic going on. So I just mm -hmm. got back from that. It was our first time back over the last couple of years. 
uh, and you spend all day meeting with artists and agents on you know, on the half hour, every half hour, you're switching and going to another person to meet with, uh, and they're pitching you on things that they have coming through. Uh, and then at night, I'm going to as many performances as possible. Um, but that's certainly not where it ends in terms of research. I'm just, I'm trying to listen to and watch as much as I possibly can and get to other, you know, I try to get to and, other festivals. And, and what are you listening for? Uh, I think I'm listening for something that's intriguing and that I think would resonate with our audience. Um, I'm also looking for artists that have like connections that I can make with our academic community um, at Cal at Cal Poly as well, um, because I think it's a wasted opportunity if we have somebody come on stage and not be able to connect with students or the community. And sometimes you can't. The timing doesn't allow for it. But when it does, uh, you can have some really rich and powerful experiences. So they might do a concert and then do some kind of class. or Exactly. Visit, visit a classroom. Um, our dance companies always do master classes for dance students, and we also open that up to the community. So, for example, with um, Abraham in Motion, uh, folks in our community will be able to learn some of that choreography uh, before they go and see the show, which can be kind of thrilling to see something that you just learned on stage. All right. Molly Clark is here from Cal Poly Arts. We're just talking about some of the upcoming shows and giving you a taste of what these shows are like. We're off to ABC Radio News. Craig updates us with Time Saver Traffic and Weather Together. We'll talk about some of the other shows coming up at Cal Poly right here on Hometown Radio. This is Morning Cup. No, no, no. no I'm Dave Congleton. That's, uh, so that's, again, Lone Bellow. That's the Lone Bellow. Okay. Yeah. And th- they're coming on February 15th, day after Valentine's Day. Could two tickets to Lone Bellow be the perfect Valentine's Day gift, Molly Clark? I certainly think so. And I also think it's great for folks who don't have a Valentine just to show up and have an experience. You might meet someone there. Yeah. Um, oh, so they're ba- they're, they 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 moved to Brooklyn from the south. From the south, yeah. And the um, opening for them is Tall Heights, which is a pretty popular indie folk electric duo. I don't know how else to, to describe them. So for Tall Heights fans out there, it'll be an opportunity to see them as well. And remember, if you buy four or more? Yeah, four shows or more, you get 10% off your tickets. That's a subscription. But don't even think about trying to get tickets to Book of Mormon because that's sold out. Book of Mormon sold out so fast. And uh, tickets to a Cal Poly Arts show make great gifts. Yes. Birthday, anniversary, Valentine's Day. Hey, hey, hey. 
All right. So that's um, Lone Bellow on February 15th. And I also want to talk about uh, you're back with the Forbes organ series. Yeah, we have Felix Hell coming. He's a, a German organist, really um, lively and dramatic player. Uh, and he's going to be coming with one of one of the best program names for the for a classical organ show, uh, to hell and Bach. Oh, oh dear. Oh dear. <laughs> he's really he's really playing all all the puns uh, between his name and and Bach. But um, it'll be a great program, and he, it'll be his first time playing our beautiful uh, Forbes organ that we have uh, the privilege of having at the pack. So we're looking forward to that one as well. Now, um, this is not him playing, but for those of you who have never heard the Forbes. Oregon, it sounds something like this. right here in our own backyard in our own that's backyard. our organ yeah that was a very dissonant piece but yes it is uh it is such a beautiful instrument we're really really lucky to have it um and to have the forbes who made that in- investment in that instrument that was paul woodring yes paul's great playing the prelude to joy to the world well we didn't get to that part oh well <laughs> <laughs> is that a popular series we have some like loyal organ followers um, who show up for all of those concerts and, um, of course, always want more folks to experience the organ. Uh, but last, the last one we had was Olivier Latree, and he is the resident organist at Notre Dame. And I will say there was like, there was such an excitement in the room to hear him play, and I understood why. He is just an incredible player. Our morning team of Scott and Andy, I swear, are addicted to your National Geographic series. So every time I turn on the morning news, they're interviewing somebody from National Geographic. Yeah, it's such a great series. Um, you get the chance to hear from, I mean, we've had some of the best wildlife photographers in the world. Um, and next up, we have Mo Beck uh, in May, I believe. Yes, uh, who is a one-handed climber, paraclimbing champion. Um, so she'll be talking about all of the odds that she has defied in that sport, and she's super spunky. And I think will be a really, really fun speaker. And just to plant that seed, Molly, we should remind folks that I believe it's at the end of April, the one, the only. Isabella Rossellini is coming to Cal Poly. The iconic Isabella Rossellini. Oh, my God. Yes. She is doing (laughs) her one-woman show called Darwin Smile, and it's um, all about sort of her. And it's a a theater piece. It's not a talk, but it's about her um, love of animal behavior and sort of talking about evolution and how it uh, interacts with her philosophies on acting. And it's going to be it's going to be a quirky, fun show where Isabella is going to be sort of pulling on different costumes and taking on different characters throughout, um, including Charles Darwin himself. Um, so <laughs> it'll be it'll be great. And at the very end, she's going to belt out blue velvet. Exactly, <laughs> just on special request for oh, you. Oh Lord, uh, Isabella <laughs> Rossellini coming. She still looks great. Am I allowed to say that? 
She does. She just looks incredible. She's beautiful. And I've been she, in love with her forever. And she's just such an interesting person and personality. And I love that she takes on all of these really interesting projects. Everything you need to know is on the website at calpolyarts.org. Mr. Craig Hill, Molly Clark is in a giving mood. I think we should give away something. Why don't we start with Lone Bellow? Um, this is the trio. We played their clips. This is going to be on February 15th. What night of the week is that, please? That is a Wednesday. All right. This is perfect to get your Valentine in the mood. This is like, what kind of music would you call this? I would say indie folk rock, soul. It'll be a really great live and the op- And the opening act is? Tall Heights, which is an indie electro duo. Okay. So it's going to be a very uh, eclectic music yeah. evening. How would you like uh, two free tickets to go see The Lone Bellow on February 15th at the Performing Arts Center? Is that a 7.30 show? It is. 7.30 show. Craig Hill will pick a winner at random, 805-543-8830. We're looking for somebody who hasn't won anything from us in the last 30 days, 805-543-8830. You can win two free tickets to go to the Performing Arts Center to see the Lone Bellow. Great, great music. This is their first time here. You'll want to go see this show. Yes, I, you don't want to miss this. I'm there, like I said, they're known for their live performances, and I think it's going to be a really fun night. Anybody you would compare them to? Their music is like, hmm. Ooh, that's a good one. Hmm. All right. Abbott Brothers, maybe they've got that flair to them. All right, as the phones uh, light up here, let us see who Craig is picking as his winner. Who will go see the Lone Bellow? Looks like we stay right here in San Luis for John on KVEC. Hey, John. Hello. Thank you guys very much. John, how do we sell you on this? What makes you want to go see the Lone Bellow? Well, to be perfectly honest, I thought my mother would love this, and so I'm calling on her behalf, and here I am. I want some tickets. Yeah, but you got to take her. You, 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 uh, this, well, this isn't a show. Here, let me just jump in. This is not a show for your mother. <laughs> these are young, these are well, young you, talented you, musicians. You've never met my mother. Okay. She is a funky woman and loves live music. Are you going to go with her? Uh, well, I'll leave it to her. She is uh, married to my dad, so um, you know if I can pull pull away and go with her, I certainly will. All right, I'm holding you to it. Hang on, John. Hmm. Hmm. Do we allow that? You can call and win tickets for other people. I mean, his mom sounds pretty hip. It sounds yeah. like I want her there. So. All right. <laughs> yeah. Well, and maybe she's never been before. Yeah. Well, and, but make that case, Molly, for people who haven't been to the pack in a while, like pre-pandemic, why is it time to come back? Well, it's time to come back because I think what we have missed during the pandemic is the ability to experience things together. And there is nothing like sitting in a room with other folks and experiencing the live performing arts and being moved um, or having just something to talk about <laughs> afterwards. I mean, sometimes the arts are not, uh, the performance is not for everyone. It could be something that you love, something that stirred something in you or something that even you disliked, but it creates dialogue and a collective experience that I think is um, irreplaceable. And of course, the pack is just such 
an incredible, beautiful venue. We are so lucky to be able to use it at Cal Poly Arts. I have uh, been out to uh, movies and performances lately, and to me, it's just great to see people together again, having yeah. some kind of communal experience. Yeah, I was having a conversation with my um, a colleague who works elsewhere in the country, but um, he said something really interesting to me that that has been uh, sort of stuck with me since he said it. And he said, you know, these programs, um, you know, the Performing Arts Center, what we do at Cal Poly Arts, it's like being the front porch of a community. And it really is a place where people can gather and come out from from their homes and be together. And what better excuse to be together than to experience the arts? All right. uh, This Wednesday at 730, there's Voices of Mississippi. I'm going to go to the show. I I want you to come join me. This is going to be great. Uh, these very talented musicians. We had the interview earlier in the month with uh, Bill Ferris. A lot of uh, the blues music is going to be celebrated. A little bit of history of the South, a little bit of the literature. It's an immersive experience, I believe is the term. Yeah, it's definitely immersive. I, I, the show even sort of comes off the stage at points, um, and it's interwoven with these stories and um, footage that Bill Ferris is so eloquently talking about. Um, I mean, Bill on his own is entertaining enough to yeah. fill an evening, so to have these musicians join, it's just going to be, it's really one of a kind, and there's not many places in the country that are uh, were selected to present it, so we're we're very fortunate. It was at Lincoln Center. It was at Lincoln Center. Uh, I was going to say, I forgot my thought. Oh, it's the music that led to Elvis Presley. If you want to understand Elvis Presley, you come see Voices of Mississippi because that's the music that influenced him. Absolutely. I mean, he was very much influenced by the black music, blues music of the South. Um, and I think that in many ways, Southern music is the foundation for the majority of American music. So, All right, so this is uh, Wednesday at 7.30. With all due respect to John, I'm going to ask, call in if you want to go to the show, because we don't know if your wife or your mother or your father are going to want to go, and the tickets won't get used. How would you like to join me Wednesday night, 7.30 at the Pack? For Voices of Mississippi, great, great music, very talented singers and musicians. Craig, find us at caller number three, please. 805-543-8830. Caller number three. Come to the pack Wednesday night, 730. This is going to be a great show. This has not been presented before. I guarantee you that they've never presented a show like this before. This is a really unique kind of presentation. Yeah, as I said, it, it really is, it limits it to just call it a concert because it's much more than that. Um, you know, it's this, it's a history lesson in the best possible way. Um, uh, but the way Bill connects the music to the stories of the South is, um, really unique. All right. Here is our winner on this contest. We've got Chuck in San Luis. Hey, Chuck. How are we doing? We're good. Chuck, congratulations. Well, thank your your guests for offering the tickets. What makes you want to come see Voices of Mississippi? I love all music. Well, pretty much all music. I'm a dancer. I love Latin music. I love uh, country western. I love ballroom dancing. And it, uh, one thing uh, my uh, love desires, and that is you have to have music to do it. Yeah. Very good. All right. Chuck, hang on. We'll see you Wednesday night. Thanks for calling in. We'll come back for a final segment with Molly Clark and maybe, just maybe, some more free tickets. You're listening to The Dave Congleton Show.
I like you too, but I really like her. I think if you come to the show, you'll be a devotee afterwards. Alicia Olatuja. 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 Yes. Alicia Olatuja. Jazz. Jazz, but I would say it sort of goes beyond jazz. If you just like great vocalists, um, you'll be stunned by her voice. So. I would yep. say, don't don't be afraid of the jazz word if that's something that scares you. Oh, off. I mean, this voice, I could listen to this. I discovered it this morning just listening to clips. I was like, who is this woman? I'd never heard of her before. But thanks to Molly Clark, we can all come hear her Friday night, 7.30? 730? 7.30? At Spanos. At Spanos, yeah. More intimate setting. Yeah, it'll be a great it'll be a great setting for for Alicia, and she's bringing a quartet of musicians with her. Um, and I'm really excited, because we're also having Alicia while she's around do a master class for some of our jazz students at Cal Poly. Um, so they'll be playing for Alicia, and she'll be giving feedback and critique to improve their performances. So I'm I'm looking forward to watching that as well. Yeah, it's going to be a hot ticket. All right, Craig, I'd like caller number five, please eight zero five. Five four three eight eight three zero. This is going to be a special concert, really special. Friday night, seven thirty, Spanos Theater, jazz and other stylings by Alicia Olatuja. Who's never is she nice? Tell me, she's a nice person. You've worked she with her. is the sweetest. She's the sweetest person. Uh, and when you are in the concert, you know, she does sort of, you know, banter from the stage and it just she makes you feel like you're her best friend. She's that kind of personality. So this is the kind of singer that five years from now when she's big and winning Grammys and you go, oh, wasn't she at Cal Poly Arts? Yeah, you say, I saw her first here. I saw her first. Or you can be kicking yourself in the head because you didn't go see her. <laughs> you didn't go see her this Friday night. Spano's Theater. 7.30. Of the five that we've talked about today, this is my hands-down favorite. You want to go to this show? Come see her. She really is something special. All right. I think we've got our winner here. As Craig is on the phone, greeting the different people as they call in. Molly Clark is joining us where the website for Cal Poly Arts always is? CalPolyArts.org. Oh, look. Vita won out in Los Osos. Hey, Vita. And by the way, I love jazz. I absolutely love jazz, and I have listened to her voice, and she is remarkable. Isn't she wow. incredible? Yeah. Yes. Tell me very you can. Happy to hear. Tell yeah, me you can go. Happy. Tell me you can go Friday at seven thirty. Absolutely, I'll be right. there. Great. I'm going to try to go here. It's all. It's all up to Kathy. What? Am, I lost her. Hang on. All right, Craig. Uh, I've lost my mic here. Can you hear me at all? I can hear you. How about now? There we go. How long have you been doing the show, Dave? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, congratulations to Vita. All right, let's uh, do one last uh, pair. We've got the dance. Let's remind folks about AIM by Kyle Abraham. AIM by Kyle Abraham. Um, Kyle Abraham, again, just an incredible choreographer that is um, making dance works for Alvin Ailey, 
um, ballet companies around the world. He is uh, a MacArthur Foundation, you know, the Genius Grant Fellow <laughs> Award winners. So he's amongst the elite in, as artists. And um, it's going to be an incredible show, an untitled love, really accessible dance piece um, that takes place in the setting of a house party. So it's like you're invited to a house party of the most beautiful dancers ever. And, and the date on this, please? That is February 9th, which is a Thursday. All right, so this would be a week from this Thursday. Yes. 7.30? Yes. Okay. And in in, in the main? It's in Miosi Hall. Yeah, okay. the big hall. All right, uh, this is the last pair of tickets we're giving away. And, Craig, we're almost out of time here. So let's just take the first caller, 805-543-8830. This is going to be a week from Thursday, 7.30 at the pack. AIM by Kyle Abraham, Extraordinary Dancing in a Very Unique Setting. If you're into dance, then I bet, I know, you want to see this show. But you better be the first caller. As the callers come in, we are going to say hi. Uh, do I have Eddie or Edie? It's Edie. Edie, how are you? Hey, congratulations, Edie. <laughs> Thanks, thanks. How how do we get you? What what makes you want to go? Um, you know what? Just listening because I always listen to the radio. I always listen to Dave Congleton in the evening. Bless you. All right, but tell me <laughs> your tell me you enjoy a good dance show. Oh yeah. Okay. Of course. All right. <laughs> sure. A week from Thursday <laughs> work. Week from Thursday work for you. Yeah, that's fine. All right, you're going, Edie. Hang on. So congratulations to John, actually to John's mother, and to uh, Chuck and to Vita and to Edie, our winners of the different shows, and uh, thanks to Molly Clark for making those tickets available. I want to remind folks about the two shows this week in particular, uh, Voices of Mississippi on Wednesday night. Voices of Mississippi, a really immersive concert experience that explores uh, the roots and music of the South. Uh, we're going to be joined by Blues Hall of Famer and Grammy Award winner Bobby Rush traditional fife player Sharday Thomas and members of the North Mississippi All-Stars and it's all narrated by famed folklorist Bill Ferris. Um, so really, really interesting evening. And then Friday night, Alicia. Friday night is Alicia Olatuja who is just uh, one of my favorite voices in jazz and like I, like I said, I've presented her three different times and I'll continue to present her because she creates magic on that stage. And within a year, they're just going to be calling her Alicia. Yes. That's how successful she's going to be. Uh, Book of Mormon, sold out. Sold out. Don't even think about it. Uh, But um, uh, Lone Bellow, the day after Valentine's Day. So uh, that could be part of the Valentine's Day package. How do people get tickets for all these shows, Molly? You can go to calpolyarts.org, or you can also call the PAC ticket office, 805-756-4849. New season announced in June. That is the plan. Working on it as we speak. Yes. This is the, the time of year where I'm living out this season while actively planning the next. Yeah. So I'm in two different worlds right now. Well, we're pleased that you can make time to be on our world. Uh, thanks for joining us. i got about 30 seconds for a final thought. I just encourage folks to get out there and support the arts, not just Cal Poly Arts, but all of our arts organizations. And, you know, remind yourself of the power of the performing arts and how um, how moving it can be and how transformative it can be in our lives. And just for the entertainment factor, we need we need things that make us happy. Just get out there. Get out there. Try something new. Don't be afraid of COVID. Don't be afraid of mass shooters.
years. It's not <laughs> just go live your life while you can. Yeah, and support the arts and the yeah. artists. You know, it's been a tough couple of years, and it's time to get it back out. All right, Molly, thank you. Off we go. We got news and traffic and weather. Chris Aaron is in the house. I would stick around. You're listening to The Dave Congleton Show. The 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kbec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911.